Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Stay ready is the name of the game around risk mitigation and insurance and wills. Kind of a eh topic, <laughs> like it's not exciting, and yet it actually is exciting. Because if you stay ready in those areas, you won't get any nasty. I'm going to call them surprises, but surprises are supposed to be a good thing. So today we're going to talk about risk mitigation in relation to owning a home and more. Yeah, way more. Way more. Way, way, way more. more. So if you're alive and you're listening to this, there's going to be value in it for you because it's all about how to reduce or mitigate risk and handle the insurance and wills and all that's involved with that in relation to real estate and so much more. So I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we form part we form part of the Decker team. And the Decker team has been able to have the privilege of serving you and thousands of clients over the last 30 years and serve them in such a way that they're actually protected. So this is a show that really underpins what we're doing all the time mm-hmm. is mitigating risk on behalf of our sellers and our buyers. Yes, that's a correct. We are about serving mm-hmm. and protecting. Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds like a police officer. Serve and protect. And yet we sell homes, we sell properties, we sell investments. Yeah. And we do that to help People. It was interesting. We were at a conference a little while back in the United States, and one of the mm. presenters I went to to listen to uh, was talking about investing in real estate. And I'm one that you know I love investing in real estate. I love helping people build wealth through real estate. And what he said was really interesting. He said every time someone has a child, call mm. them and recommend they buy an investment property. And I thought, well, that's kind of weird. He said, no, 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 because by the time that child is ready to go to university or college, it's fully funded by the investment property. Isn't that neat? Yeah, they go through college or university for free. Or get a launch through life. Basically. Maybe it's buy their first home. Maybe it's transfer that property or actually maybe better yet, it's help them buy two or three properties from the one that you purchased for them when they were a wee babe. Yeah, Kind of neat so it's how really it's, cool. it sets the stage for the future. And so we would be remiss if we didn't tell you about the Wealth or the Millionaire Investor Workshop that is on April 18th. Almost forgot about it. How dare I? And Ken reminded me by Ooh. sharing about <laughs> the babies. Yeah, well, Buying the show, is, the show the is early on. You had time to remember. I know. But it's good. It's good. Because it's so exciting that we want to talk to you and invite you in person. Right now, I'm inviting you in person Mm. to our Millionaire Workshop where we're going to help people learn the tools, Mm. systems, and models to become millionaires. And that workshop is on Wednesday, April the 18th. -hmm. We have limited seating. It's from 6.30 to 8.30. And it's Mm -hmm. only $27. And And you'll get a free copy of my book. And it's for the whole family for $27. Yeah, it's not per ticket. It's per family $27. It's the best bargain, I think, 
in a long, long time. Right. And the reason we've chosen to do it family, this is a new thing in the last couple of months that we've chosen to do. And that is because we have found that when only one or two of the people in the family, even older teen kids, if they don't buy into the idea of what mom and dad want to do, or one partner doesn't buy into what the other partner wants to do, it's full of obstacles. And I don't know about you, but I wanted my children to learn the, the, the items in this book and be able to create wealth for their family and not have the, what I call, dis-ease. Because if you spend, you know, if you spend, let's say, 90 cents out of every dollar that you make, you will never have financial dis-ease. Right. If you spend 100, well, 101 pennies of every dollar that you make, then you will have stress. And stress causes dis-ease, which causes disease. Yeah. yeah. It's an I awful would... thing. And we can talk about it in such a real way because there was a time we didn't understand money and how to make money work for us. We understood how to spend it and we understood how to spend more than we earned. We just didn't know how to stand, spend less than we earned and we didn't know how to give it away and save it and invest it. We just didn't know. We didn't know what we didn't know. And we actually didn't think anything was wrong. Yeah, because we, we were modeling what our what, what my parent modeled for me, which was, you know, earn earn a buck, spend a buck, have or, a great life, work hard, earn mm-hmm. lots of money, spend lots of money. And we were modeling that, you and I, and we were mm-hmm. broke and broken. And then we you know, there was an incident. That incident was my father passing away mm. and me discovering that he had insufficient life insurance. Uh, he did have a will, which was good. So his uh, his widow got the estate. The unfortunate part was by the time we paid off all the debt he had, uh, there was only like $40,000 left. And I can't remember how old Nancy was when when he passed, but she wasn't that old. She had $40,000 to live on for the rest of her life. And that was after we paid for the burial plot and after a lot of the expenses were handled by other people and the house was sold. Like there was no house to live in. There was just this little bit of money left, um, which wasn't enough to do anything. And so that was a decision. We'd already started to turn the path. We already that, realized that there was some we issues. We really turned up the heat on changing our lifestyle and our mm-hmm. our financial decisions because we decided that that was not how we were going to leave our children. And then we got really passionate, crazy passionate about making a difference not only in our family's life, not only leaving a legacy for those that we know and loved, really helping others create legacy for their family so that they don't leave them in financial chaos. It's hard, really hard to lose a loved one. I suspect you've lost one or more. We certainly have lost many. And to add to that a financial hardship? Really tough. It's not good. Yada and I spent 10 years reading financial wealth Mm. books, studying the wealthy, watching seminars, going to, to seminars, traveling, spending... We've spent 
oh, well over a half a million dollars on education. And, and then birthed out of that was the wealth formula. And the wealth formula is a book. It's written as a story because many of the books we read were dry and boring. And hard to get through. And hard to understand. Like really hard to get through. Have you ever read one of those books and you fall asleep on it? You can't get through half a chapter and then you reread that half a chapter again and again and again and it's just not sinking in. So we knew that when it was time to write the book and it was something that really took many years to birth and yet as we were writing it and Ken did the primary writing and yet you can be rest assured he asked for my input and it really is a... Uh, yeah. what do you you call read that? every chapter and gave input after I hand wrote it. Yes. Every chapter went into Yetta's hands for her to read and edit before it went to the typewriter. Yeah, it did. And kind of an interesting aside that I don't know if we've shared this publicly. We may have shared it in private a few times. On our financial wealth building journey, we had some setbacks now and then because we would lose our space. We would lose our place and then start making, we'd stop tracking or we'd start spending more than we were earning and then we'd get back on track. So it wasn't a straight line once we made the decision. And then even when we were writing the book, in the midst of Ken writing the book, he had probably a third to 50% of it written by hand in a journal. And then I had the opportunity to have a near-death journey. And when he came in the ambulance with me, for some reason, he chose to run back into the house to get the book because he figured he was going to be at the hospital a long time so he could write in his book. Well, that ambulance ride well, saved my life, which is great. Yeah. But that was dumb thinking because when your wife's on her deathbed, who's going to be in a creative mode to write a book? Was that clear thinking? I think it was not clear thinking at the time. And I jumped out of the ambulance as we got to the hospital and left the journal in the ambulance, which, by the way, was quarantined because, of, you know, you had a foreign, what they thought might have been a foreign disease. It turned out it was uh, cerebral malaria from a mosquito, but they had no idea what it was. So they came in hazmat suits and everything. And, and I, could, uh, I couldn't ride in the front of the ambulance because I might contaminate the driver. So the other guy left his suit on and he was in the back. So I had to go in the back. Of course, anything you leave behind, they're not going to keep it. They burn it because it might have contaminants on it, right? So I had to start the book all over again. And right. my lovely wife said that it would be better because of it. And I think she was right. It's so? a great book. It's a love story. It's easy to read. And it ties you in emotionally to the decisions that the couple make and you most people have said I can see myself in there somewhere mm -hmm. and and what happens is because it's an easy read it's a couple hundred pages most people read it in a weekend they go that's the fastest I've ever read a self-help book or a financial <laughs> which, guide which is really fun it's fun to hear and then what's really fun to hear is that it changes lives because people make different financial decisions I had a a uh, lady called me once and she goes, well, I put this money away now. My, my shingles need replacing and I've got an emergency fund of $10,000. Mm -hmm. The roof is $7,000 to re-shingle. Should I take it out of the emergency fund? And I said, oh my goodness, that's so wonderful. Yes, take it out of the emergency fund. And then 
start building your emergency fund again. And it was so fun to hear. And that came out of reading the book and putting into practice what was there. And I want to apologize for a moment because if you're watching this, you'll notice that I was laughing when I was talking about almost dying. And that actually <laughs> isn't that. It, it isn't really, really <laughs> congruent with what was going on, except the reason I can laugh is because I have no memory of it. So it was actually kind of, the only thing I remember was the near-death experience, which was joyful and harmonious and serene and quite exciting and wonderful all in itself. And yet it's not reflective of what, ex what everybody else in our family experienced. So if you're watching or you could hear me smiling when I, it's incongruent with what we were talking about, I apologize. If you know somebody that's been close to death or you've experienced somebody dying, there's nothing fun about it. Mm -hmm. And for me, I can't remember anything. So it really was an opportunity to live again. Yes. Yeah, I know. So I apologize. No, it's great. For you people that are listening on CHRI, I'm sorry she had to apologize and you had no idea what she's apologizing for. Anyway, this is a great chance to talk about mentorship versus coaching. Mm. And I just recently learned the distinction, which was kind of neat. And coaching is someone that has the ab ability to hold you accountable to something. Mm -hmm. And they have skills in coaching. And they maybe have never done what you're attempting to do or what you're doing. And when mentorship is when someone is helping you, assisting you in, the, in knowledge based and accountability, it's like coaching, except mentorship is when that person has done before exactly what you want to do. So if you want a financial coach, you might want to ask them, have they gone from where you are to where you want to go? And if they haven't, they may not be the best coach for you. You want a mentorship with someone that's gone the path before you. If you're climbing Mount Everest, you want to go with someone that's gone to the peak before, right? Yeah, not I think someone so. that read it in a book how to get there. That's probably true. <laughs> or that knows how to ask the quite right questions to help you get there. You probably want somebody that has the life experience as well as the book knowledge. And so, that's really what we've spent the last 30 years making some really great decisions and making some not great decisions. And so now we have the opportunity to not only help ourselves and our family and those we already know to make great decisions moving forward financially, we get the privilege of helping those that we haven't met yet. Yeah, and the book was a great start and many people took action and some people didn't take action. And so what Yetta and I have done is we've created a millionaire mentorship program. And we're not giving any details right now, but it's pretty exciting. It is. If you'd like to hear some details, you can come to our millionaire workshop. And our millionaire workshop is Wednesday, April the 18th. You can go to Eventbrite and sign up. It's $27 per family. Right. And away we go. So we should give some content. I've got some great content I've been dying to talk about, even though it's kind of a, uh, could be a Debbie Downer. Well, you just finished saying dying to talk about. Like, yeah, it's actually that's like really wills, funny. living wills. <laughs> right. Based uh, on the topic. That was, yeah, that was a Freudian slip, I think. Um, so let's talk about wills for a second. Many people don't have a will. Mm. It only costs maybe $500 to $1,000 to get a will. If you have anybody that's depending on you, 
anyone that you love that will have to handle your your estate if you you know if you meet your demise if you go to see the lord leaving the people behind organized mm. is super important yeah. so a great will a living will and a living will basically is like a power of attorney for health so if you're incapacitated they make mm. medical decisions on your behalf so you want to make sure that there's someone that loves you <laughs> loves you a lot <laughs> and power of attorney for property is you put that in someone's name who you really 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 trust because that power of attorney allows them to sell property liquidate things on your behalf right and so that's another important piece and generally a, a lawyer will do all three for that 500 to a thousand bucks kind yeah. of range so yeah. really worth doing now, I think it's important also we talk about the difference between life insurance and mortgage insurance. Such a big difference. And so often people will think, well, if I have insurance on my mortgage, I'm good. I don't need life insurance. Well, it might be the other way around. If you have adequate life insurance, you may not need mortgage insurance because the cost of mortgage insurance actually remains the same during the life of the mortgage. And yet the value of that insurance is going down because as you owe less on the property, there's less insurance. So you're usually further ahead to simply get term life insurance in the amount that you want as it relates to the mortgage and greater. And then, of course, the additional life insurance. So a great life insurance person can help you figure out what is over insurance, what's under insurance, what's the right amount insurance for you. Has a lot to do with what your liabilities are as well as what your dependents are. And just figuring Number that out. Number of children, age of children, all of all that. All of that. And yet it's, it's important because we've watched way too many people that we adore um, that we've met around the world that don't have that in order. And then it becomes traumatic on so many levels. First, obviously, saying goodbye to somebody you didn't anticipate would go is awful. And then if there's no insurance to handle what needs to be handled at the time, and then no insurance for dependents, if there are any, it's just not good. So often we would recommend just life insurance, not mortgage insurance, but make sure that there's enough to act as mortgage insurance. Yeah, so the problem with mortgage insurance, like you said, is it's going down in value, mm -hmm. but the payment's remaining the same. So as you get near mm -hmm. the end of the amortization period, you may have a mortgage of a couple thousand or one thousand dollars and you're still right. paying a couple hundred dollars a month yep. for that insurance, which now is ridiculously expensive. Whereas that term insurance is going to stay the same amount of insurance all the way through. Right. The other thing to know about mortgage insurance is sometimes they don't do a pre-qualification. Right. So for some people that have a medical issue that says, right. I can't get term life insurance or mm. I can't, get, then sometimes mortgage insurance is their best bet. So it's a case by case study. Make sure you know what you're doing and make sure if you are ineligible to insurance that you do get mortgage insurance if they offer it without right. a medical. And that's something we can help you navigate what the best options are. We are real estate salespeople or real estate brokers actually. And yet our experience is so much diver 
more diverse than that because of our own journeys and because of all the folks that we've been able to help navigate through this entire journey. So if you're looking for sort of an overall um, checklist of what things to think about, you'll absolutely want to attend the Millionaire Workshop. And it doesn't mean you want to make a million dollars. It just means you want to have your money work for you rather than work for money only. I mean, yeah. So we're talking about mitigation, mitigation of risk. So right. when you're purchasing a property, one of the things that your lawyer will probably highly recommend or might require you to buy is title insurance. Right. Now, title insurance ensures that you get good title of the property and it can have some remediation. It might have a financial remediation. It might have uh, an agreement with a neighbor because your garage is a little too far over. Or it might be, uh, we had one case where a septic system was reinstalled because the septic system was actually on the neighbor's property. And so they had to build a new septic system for this client. Mm-hmm. Um, so title insurance is important and it's relatively inexpensive and it's paid once and it insures you for as long as you own the property. Right. And it's it's what, it's usually like under a hundred, under $1,000. Yeah. And title insurance is something that has been around for over a decade now, and yet it didn't always exist in the time that we've been in the industry. And so surveys were much more... um, Required. Required for lenders. lenders. They were like the be-all and the end-all. And now most of the time, unless you're putting in a pool and you can't figure out your property lines, or unless you want to change the what you're doing around the outsides of the property, a survey is not as required. We ask for whatever the seller has in their possession, and often there's really not much in their possession. There may be an old sketch or there may be nothing. Now, on file, there often is something and yet not easily accessible. So as long as there's title insurance, for most cases, that's actually doing replacing almost, even though they have slightly different purposes, they're not as vital today as they were when I started in the industry 30 years ago. Yeah. And now we're going to talk about property insurance because all these insurances and wills and things, a lot of times our parents didn't talk to us about them or why they had them. And so, or why they didn't. Or why they didn't have them. Mm-hmm. And so it's up to us to figure out that journey. Now, property insurance, it's important that you know that there's, there's a couple levels. One is liability. Liability is if someone gets injured on your property or you damage someone's property. And mm-hmm. um, a lot of times it used to be 500000 or a million dollars. It's not enough anymore. No, it's not. If someone gets seriously injured on your property and can't work for the rest of their life, there may be million, two million in lawsuits. So I would say two million is kind of the minimum Mm -hmm. I would have on a liability policy now. Agreed. Agreed? Agreed. Hallelujah. We agree. And then um, the other is the property itself for damage or catastrophic loss, that type of thing. So what kind of riders should we make sure our insurance has? Because they have like, they have like base level insurance and medium and top tier. And it's the most expensive, but it's also the most comprehensive. It covers the most amount of things. So what kind of things would we want to make sure it has? We want to make sure it has water escape. We want to make sure it has replacement cost. We want to make sure that 
there's riders, if we want them for things like jewelry and electronics and art, if those things are important to us, we want to make sure those riders are in place. If, if we lose some jewelry and we're not going to replace it anyway, maybe we don't want to pay the premium. You just want to make the decision about, you want to make a conscious decision. And one of the best ways to handle the insurance conversation is to take pictures of everything. It's so easy today or videotape. Just walk around and videotape everything that's in your house and put that outside of your property because yeah, it's maybe fire, in the clouds it may be in the clouds yeah and the clouds is the best place to store things i find now yeah i know it's always silent because I, I always like to make a joke what do you do when it's sunny because you can't put anything up in the clouds if there's no clouds and yet that's not really true i know it's electronic storage and it's off-site and so you'll have the you know if you if you do a video with your with your phone and you store it on the cloud as well as on your phone, now you're doubly protected if something goes wrong. Uh, you can also, uh, I found some great forms on the net today uh, from insurance companies that were a PDF, mm -hmm. and you filled them out. It had alphabetically all the different things by room, mm. and you went through and you said, what do you have, how many of them, what do you think the, the replacement cost would be? And when you total all that up, it's not because that's what you will necessarily get. That's why you want the video to support things. But the reason you fill that out is it makes sure you have enough insurance because now you see the total of what it would really cost you to replace mm -hmm. all your clothing and replace all your furniture and everything. Yeah. And then there's renter's insurance or landlord and tenant insurance. Two different things. Let's touch on those because yeah, they're important. Very important. If you're a tenant, you want to have tenant insurance. Mm -hmm. If you're a landlord, you want to make sure before you allow them in the property mm -hmm. that you see proof that they actually have tenant insurance. That's very, very important. And then also, if you have a tenant, whether it's you're renting out one room in your house or you're renting mm. a suite or you put a basement suite in, you better notify your insurance because that's considered a material change. Or you, in, you in, in installed an in-ground pool and you didn't tell them. Now, if someone had an accident in the pool, you may not be covered because right. they didn't even know you had a pool and they're not insuring you at that level. So it's very, very important that if anything changes, that you contact your insurance company. Now, some people say contact them by email so that you get a response, a written response, so it's not just a phone call. Typically, I'm pretty good. I call them. They say, yes, we'll update your policy. They usually send me out a new policy change form that says, hey, we've added this person because we added a tenant beside our house and I needed to let them know because if that tenant got injured and they didn't know we had a tenant in our principal residence, that'd be a problem. It would be a problem. So you Called don't want to no create- insurance. Right. So this is all about <laughs> risk mitigation. It's a vital subject. It's one of those that, do we want to talk about it? Well, you know what I've learned? If we don't talk about those things that are a little uncomfortable, sometimes it can be more than a little uncomfortable because we didn't talk about it and now we have a challenge mm -hmm. that we can't get over, we can't fix now. So I'm grateful that you let us playfully, powerfully and purposefully have those conversations that need to be had before it's too late and share this. Get this in the hands of those that you know that aren't comfortable talking about these things. Just get them to log on to our YouTube channel, Decker Team YouTube, and 
find this particular video on risk mitigation. There's so many others that cover every aspect in relation to living. Really, it's not just about houses. It's just about living. Yes. If you're sitting there thinking, oh, I need to get a will, or I, or I should mm -hmm. get some insurance, or mm -hmm. anything like that, and you just go, I don't have a clue who to call, and I'm worried they may not represent mm -hmm. me well, or whatever, call us. We're happy to refer life insurance people to you, home insurance people to you, uh, lawyers to create your wills. Anything you need, contact us, and if we have a connection, We'll make the connection with you. Give us a shout, 613-860-4663.